a Radio 191 FM podcast. And coming up for you now, we have um, an interview on uh, by Vote 2020 by Dr. Ben Peters. Dr. Ben Peters is the uh, North Dunedin candidate for the Opportunities Party. And it'll be a deep dive into UBI and some of the great policies that Top might be putting election year. Anyway, we'll play that for you now and join you um, in a minute. And now joining us for the second half of today's show is Dr Ben Peters from the Opportunities Party, standing in the Dunedin electorate. How are you doing, Ben? Wonderful. Thank you for having me. Earlier we asked Liam Kernan from the National Party about student allowances and if he supports a universal student allowance. The Opportunities Party, as we all know, supports a universal basic income. How does this affect students? So it would mean that every student would have access to the universal basic income, which would be $250 a week, completely tax-free. So if you pick up those little gigs on the weekend or something, you can keep that money as well, which really, really helps. Um, it also means that all the weird means testing that goes on goes away. So I'm assuming this is compatible with student loans as well. Yes, so you would still have a student loan to pay for your course, because um, you obviously need to be able to um, pay for your tuition fees. Um, and there is available, so if you're getting more than the 250 through an accommodation supplement or any of those other benefits, you would still be able to apply to get those to top up. So no one will be worse off. A lot more people have access to it, and especially post graduate students can access this whereas currently obviously they can't you have to go through the loan scheme instead so do you think they're on student loans do you think there should be interest on them like the current system is there is no interest do you think there should be interest on certain groups or yeah so this is actually one of top's interesting policies that we do put student uh, interest sorry we put interest back on those student loans uh, in part to pay for that universal basic income but then we also take those loans and we put them on the balance sheets of universities and polytechnics so that the institution that's offering the degree actually has to carry a burden off that debt. So they are incentivized to make sure the qualifications they're providing are financially worthwhile for our students. So we think it's a much better way to go about it and say, look, the degree that you're doing is really worthwhile, so it's okay to take on that debt, knowing that it's going to be financially viable for you in the short, um, near future. So when you're now including postgraduate students in that universal mm-hmm. basic income, isn't that overly detrimental to like the overall government budget when you're including a whole new host of students? Well, not at all, because if they weren't students, they would also be getting the universal basic income, right? So our universal basic income policy is fully costed. We know how much it's going to cost. We've got plans on how to pay for all of that um, in part. You know, there is this student loan interest and things like that. But also, more importantly, you save a ton of money by not having the bureaucracy. We do have a flat 33% tax rate that we'll implement, which will overall be beneficial to anyone who's working. Uh, we have an optional asset tax that we can bring in to top up any of the remainder there to make sure it is financially viable. So, in the hypothetical, you have a PhD student mm. and you have someone working in the construction industry or other mm. trades. Mm. They would be earning that exact same amount if they weren't either of them working. Like, if neither were working, they would have, one person would have vastly more qualifications, Mm, mm. yet they're both earning the same amount. Do you think that should reflect the difference in education that they've undertaken? Uh, So are you asking that benefits should be adjusted to qualification level? So I'm I'm asking that when you're doing a PhD that incurs a lot of costs and a lot of stuff, like a lot of financial costs and mental health burdens, yet there's no difference between them receiving the same amount as someone who just works in a construction industry and is trying to find a job there. Do you believe that like the UBI just solves everybody's problems or because people come from vastly different backgrounds? Yeah, I don't think it solves vastly different problems, but I think that 
it is just as important that we support people trying to find jobs in construction as we do support people in postgraduate studies. And I think we need to be very cognizant of this kind of dichotomy we set up between kind of academic type roles and construction type roles. I think it, it's very obvious at the moment that we actually have a, a great need for more construction workers. We have great need for builders and plumbers and we're not meeting that need. And so I think actually if we're looking at New Zealand's economy as a whole, we want to do things that are going to incentivise people um, to better go down the trades path. Um, and part of that is actually addressing that bias we have that, oh, all the smart kids should go to uni and all the not smart kids should go to Polytech because that's rubbish. Um, we really need to make sure that people are going into the areas and the jobs that they will enjoy because then they'll perform those jobs really well and we won't have a bunch of builders that don't want to be there and we won't have a bunch of scientists that don't want to be there because they were told that that's actually what they should do rather than following what they really want to do. Yeah. So, like... With minimum income workers, mm. how, how do you see people work on the minimum wage mm. in comparison with the universal basic income? Yeah, so when you take TOPS whole tax policy, a minimum wage worker with no assets will end up going over the living wage, right? So it will catapult them uh, way above what their current earning levels are in the order of um, four or five thousand dollars a year more, which is really significant increases in, in money, um, and that's more than any other party is going to be showing. Um, so it's really valuing that work because when we think about, you know, and minimum wage workers are actually a very wide range of workers providing a huge number of essential skills, but we pay them pretty crap. Um, by adjusting the tax rate and having the universal basic income, they can take home so much more of the money they're earning, and we think that's a very good thing. All right, thanks for that. Thank you for joining us today, Ben. It really good to catch up with you again sometime before the election. Kia ora and welcome back. That was uh, Dr Benjamin Peters, the uh, top candidate for today in North, um, talking to Vote 2020 um, about their upcoming election policies. Um, for more information, you can go to the Vote 2020 uh, website or Instagram page um, if you want to know a little bit more about that. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.